0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. A daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Friday the 3rd of February or the 12th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha or portion from the Torah that is called B'Shalach. And that means when he sent. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Exodus or Shemot, chapter 16, verses 11 through 36. And as we always do, before we start reading the scriptures, we bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth, and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples <clears throat> excuse me, through his son, Yeshua the Meshiach, our master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, I have heard the grumblings of the sons of Israel. Speak to them, saying. At evening you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quail came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew had gone up, behold, on the surface of the wilderness was a small round thing, small as the frost on the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moshe said to them, It is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Gather of it every one according to his eating, an omer a head, according to the number of your persons, you shall take it. Every man for those who are in his tent. The sons of Israel did so, and some gathered more, some less. When they measured it with an omer, he who gathered more had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. They each gathered according to his eating. Moshe said to them, Let no one leave of it until the morning. However, they did not listen to Moshe, But some of them left part of it until the morning. And it bred worms and became foul, and Moshe was angry with them. They gathered it morning by morning, every one according to his eating. When the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for each one, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moshe. He said to them, this is that which the Lord has spoken. Tomorrow is the Shabbat rest, a holy Shabbat to the Lord. Bake what you will bake, and boil what you will boil, and all that remains over lay aside to be kept until the morning. They lay it aside until the morning, as Moshe ordered, and it did not become foul, and there were no worms in it. Moshe said, Eat that today, for today is a Shabbat to the Lord. Today you shall not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day is the Shabbat. In it there shall be none. On the seventh day some of the people went out to gather, and they found none. The Lord said to Moshe, How long do you refuse to keep my mitzvot and my Torah? Behold, because the Lord has given you the Shabbat, therefore He gives you on the sixth day the bread of two days. every one stay in His place, let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel named it Manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and its taste was like wafers with honey. Moshe said, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let a full omer of it be kept throughout your generations, that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim. Moshe said to Aaron, Take a jar and put a full omer of manna in it, and place it before the Lord, to be kept throughout your generations. Just as the Lord commanded Moshe, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony, to be kept. The sons of Israel ate the manna forty years, until they came to an inhabited land. They ate the manna until they came to the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is one-tenth of an ephah. That was Exodus sixteen, eleven through 36 now our portion from the Prophets is today, 1 Kings or Melachim Aleph, and it is chapter 21. And it came to pass after these things, that Navot the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahav, king of Shomron. Ahav spoke to Navot, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it, have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near my house, and I will give you for it a better vineyard than it. Or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth in money. Navot said to Ahav, May the Lord forbid me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to you. And Ahab came into his house, sullen and angry because of the word which Navot, the Jezreelite, had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. He laid himself down on his bed, and turned away his face, and would eat no bread. But Isabel, his wife, came to him, and said to him, Why is your spirit so sad that you eat no bread? He said to her, Because I spoke to Navot the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Itz'evil his wife said to him, Do you now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Navot the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Achav's name, and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters to the elders and to the nobles who were in his city, who lived with Navot. And she wrote in the letter saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Navot on high among the people. Set two men, wicked fellows, before him, and let them testify against him, saying, You cursed God and the king. Then carry him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who lived in the city, did as Itzebel had instructed them in the letters which he had written and sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and set Navot on high among the people. The two men, the wicked fellows, came in and sat before him. And the wicked fellows testified against him, even against Navot, in the presence of the people, saying, Navot cursed God and the king. Then they carried him out of the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Itzeval, saying, Navot has been stoned and is dead. When Itzebel heard that Navot had been stoned and was dead, she said to Achav, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Navot the Jesraelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Navot is not alive but dead. When Achav heard that Navot was dead, Achav rose up to go down to the vineyard of Navot the Jesraelite to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord came to Eliahu the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Achav, king of Israel, who dwells in Shomron. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Navot, where he has gone down to take possession of it. And you shall speak to him, saying, This is what the Lord says, Have you killed and also taken possession? You shall speak to him, saying, This is what the Lord says, in the place where dogs lick the blood of Navot, dogs will lick your blood, even yours. I have said to Eliyahu, Have you found me, my enemy? And he answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do that which is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil on you, and I will utterly sweep you away and will cut off from Ahab every male in Israel, both bond and free. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nevat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Ahia, for the provocation which, with which you have provoked me to anger and have made Israel to sin. The Lord also spoke of Jezebel, saying, The dogs will eat Jezebel Yezabel by the rampart of Jezreel, The dogs will eat he who dies of Ahab in the city, and the birds of the sky will eat he who dies in the field. But there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, whom Itzevil his wife stirred up. He did very abominable in following idols according to all that the Amorites did, whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. So it was, when Ahav heard those words, that he tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his flesh and fasted, and lay in sackcloth and went softly. The word of the Lord came to Eliahu the Tishbite, saying, Have you seen how Ahav has humbled himself before me? Because he humbles himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil on his house, in his son's days." That was First Kings chapter 21. Now our portion from the writings. We are reading in Psalm or Tehillim 119, and today the verses will be 121 through 144. I have done what is just and righteous. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servant's well-being. Do not let the proud oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, for your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your loving-kindness. Teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act, for they break your Torah. Therefore, I love your mitzvot more than gold. Yes, more than pure gold. Therefore, I consider all of your precepts to be right. I hate every false way. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth wide and panted, for I longed for your mitzvot. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Establish my footsteps in your word. Do not let any iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man, so I will observe your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant, and teach me your statutes. Streams of tears run down my eyes, because they do not observe your Torah. You are righteous, Lord. Your judgment are upright. You have commanded your statutes in righteousness. They are fully trustworthy. My zeal wears me out, because my enemies ignore your words Your promises have been thoroughly tested, and your servant loves them. I am young and despised. I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your Torah is truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, but your mitzvot are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live." That was Psalm 119, verses 121 through 144. And now our last portion of scriptures from the apostolic writings will be John, or Yohanan, chapter 4, verses 31 through 54. But in the meanwhile, the disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. The disciples therefore said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Yeshua said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months until the harvest? Behold, I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields that they are white for harvest already and he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit to eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together for in this the saying is true one sows and another reaps i sent you to reap that for which you had not labored others have labored and you have entered into their labor. From their city, many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, He told me everything that I did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they begged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. Then they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of your speaking, for we have heard for ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Mashiach, the Savior of the world. Now after the two days, he went out from there and went into Galilee, For Yeshua himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came into Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did in Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went to the feast. Therefore Yeshua came again to Cana of Galil, where he made the water into wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick in Kvarnachum. When he heard that Yeshua had come out of Yehuda into Galil, he went to him and begged him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Yeshua therefore said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will in no way believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Yeshua said, Go your way, your son lives. The man believed the word that Yeshua spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, His servants met him and reported, saying, Your child lives. So he inquired of them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Therefore the father knew that it was at that hour in which Yeshua said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed, and as did his whole household. This is again the second sign that Yeshua did having come out of Yehuda into Galil. That was John four thirty-one through fifty-four. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you will also read First Thessalonians 5 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that the Word of God has been a blessing for you today and that whatever you're facing today or going through in your lives, He will be a strength to you and that His Word will lead you and guide you and comfort you. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.